Hi, this is Cable Brandon Sage, and you are listening to In The Buff, a Survivor podcast. Welcome and hello, Survivor superfans. I'm Cable Brandon Sage, and you are listening to episode 12, recap of Survivor Edge of Extinction. And with me always, or generally always, <laughs> Julian. Hello, yes, episode 12, crazy. Only a couple more, and then we will know who wins. This uh, interesting season of Edge of Extinction. Yeah, um, good to be here, Cable. Uh, yeah, looking forward to chatting. Now, just quickly, we, we quickly off air sort of quickly discussed what we thought about the episode. I enjoyed the episode. Uh, I feel like you did too. You can explain that a little yeah. bit more. But what surprised me, I haven't seen a lot of social media because I was on a blackout, didn't want to get spoiled. But there was one or two quotes or tweets I saw come up where people were expressing they didn't like the editing and they didn't like, they were very down on the episode. So me going in blind, I was sort of expecting to have a bit of a disappointing episode or, you know, just being a bit of a rubbish episode. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. So maybe, maybe my expectations were lowered enough that maybe it was good. I, I don't know. Was it a good episode or not? Cause I think, yeah, I think it was good. I think it was pretty, pretty sort of um, exciting vote. And, um, and I thought, I thought it was just kind of all put together pretty well. Like I, I, I think one of the things we'll discuss is the loved ones and how that might have impacted the vote and did it impact the vote or was Ron always going to be, um, was he always going to be the next, you know, big threat to go. But, um, but the way they got to it and, and the sort of um, the suspense of like the vote was pretty good. And um and and yeah, there were some other good ep- moments in it as well. So so yeah, no, it was a pretty pretty solid, quick episode. Nothing really from the edge of extinction. Um, again, no, there, which there was well, a bit was disappointing. Nothing. Yeah, there was yeah. Um, we saw that outtake in the credits. Um, like when Ron rocks up to Edge of Extinction, there was like you know a couple of seconds of him talking to Reem, which was hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. I, I liked it. Um, it's just kind of though an interesting bunch of people left now. Um, yeah, it's definitely Ron going kind of... I was disappointed, it, yeah. Well, he's your winning pick as well. I mean, look, yeah. he's not he's not 100% out of the game, but I kind of feel like that's kind of thrown a cat amongst the pigeons a little bit in that I sort of felt like maybe the edit's hiding the, the person that's going to win a bit more or... They made their attempt there, or maybe it is a very similar thing to a, a Michelle Fitzgerald in that the person that does win is is very good socially, but hasn't needed to do any big game moves or ha- hasn't had to have a flashy sort of gameplay. So, yeah. so yeah, so it's hard to see. Yeah, it's still hard to predict who's going to actually win. Uh, yeah, I just think I sort of feel like I, I was thinking at least Ron would be final four. Um, yeah, he was he was the last sort of big character I feel like that well, we've been showing yeah. um, this season, and now he's gone too. So it's interesting. Yeah. So I just want to go through like I don't, I, I'm not, I don't want to have a pick on the know it alls at all, but um, that's all I've listened. I've listened to the first twenty minutes, and I know Stephen did stumble over who voted for who. I think he finally got it got it out. But so. We had Aurora, Julie, uh, Victoria, and Ron all vote for Rick, which all got cancelled out due to his idol play. And then we had Gavin vote twice for Ron using Aurora's extra vote. Uh, Lauren voted for Ron, and then Rick voted for Aurora. 
Um, yeah, that that's was, exactly right. Yeah, that was the breakdown. Exactly so, yeah, I guess the bit for me personally for the episode, yeah, you, you're right. There's the loved ones. Um, I sort of momentarily forgot about that. There's a lot of debate around the strategy in whether winning that, taking the people, all that. I've got my theories on that or how I would do that if I played. Um, but we'll, we'll sort of stick around sort of the vote and how that sort of unfolded. The one thing I was confused with and just really did not make any sense to me, and this is not having to go out because I think on part A, I think she was actually really smart to offload her extra vote, and I'm talking about Aurora. I think she mm-hmm. was smart to do that because she knows she might be a default vote if she gets a vote, then she can't use it in a, a tied scenario. All yeah, I thought that was smart too, yeah. that she thought all that I, up on so, beach. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about all those machinations because I'm always a bit funny about if you've got an extra vote and then, uh, you know, if there's a tie, can you, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it was smart. I, I felt like that showed that she knows the game uh, and she was quite um, smart with how she used it. I mean, it was the last week she could use it anyway, so... It was like, well, why not? Like, if it helps guarantee a certain thing happening, then let's use it. Yeah. But the one And again, thing... it didn't need to be used, but again, it was not used badly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they could have got but, out Ron without but, it. But the question I've got for you is, and what still boggles my mind as I was sitting there watching it, and I'm like, well, he, again, if I'm in her shoes and I've just come up with that idea that I shouldn't hold on to this, I should give it to somebody else to use yeah. to make sure our plan goes through... She's having a conversation with Lauren and Victoria and building, I, I would have think, some trust there. Yeah. Why Why didn't she give the extra vote to a Lauren or Victoria? Why did she have to go to a, a secondary party outside the group? Like, I know, now, so I get this vibe too that Gavin's very well-liked. Unfortunately, we haven't seen that on screen a lot. So maybe he does have a good relationship with a lot of people that they that they trust him. But yeah. I don't understand why she needed to give it to Gavin, why couldn't she say Victoria? Let's. Uh, we don't even have to get Gavin in on the plan. Yeah, look, I I just think that she wanted to build trust with him as well, and basically to make hundred percent sure because he was immune and he won the immunity mm. necklace. I think there wasn't any default votes that could go on him, mm. so I think it was just really covering all bases. But um, yeah, like it, it did seem though that like that started with the girl's plan and then he got brought in. But I actually think he was kind of all in on it like for, for ages. He's kind of always been flexible to go, go with where the numbers are. I just think he, if you know, like I don't see him saying no. So they probably thought he'd be up for it to get out Ron. Um, and, and even though Ron just brought him on that reward or his loved one, I don't think that mattered at all for him. Like, he did bring that up. He's like, oh, he just, you know, but we've seen time and time again, like, don't do someone a favour on Survivor and think that that's going to curry favour because people have pretty short memories. So, yeah, look, I I think the reason, though, that why Aurora gave Gavin the extra vote was because he was immune. Yeah. Um, Oh, well, I mean, that that, I I guess that makes me sound a a little bit silly because that is an excellent point that, at least, you know, if, if someone... Played. But it, they, they didn't really need it. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one was probably voting out Lauren or, or Victoria. Ex- well, um, well, so that, that's what I sort of look at too because I feel like most of the votes, the majority of votes, and we worked out it was four went to Rick anyway and were always heading that way. And before they came up with this alternate plan, like, all their other votes would have been going on uh, Devon's as well. So, yeah. I mean, 
for them to go, okay, it's Devon's for sure, but if he plays an idol, we need another sort of plan. Well, what are the chances that if they're going to, if they all stick together and say we're doing 100% Ron, like who, who's Gavin and Ron or who else is splitting votes across Lauren or Victoria? Yeah, there's not no. enough people really left in the game to split it against. So I, I sort of, yeah, yeah look, I, I know absolutely a great point that you make that uh, he was immune. So that's the absolute 100% foolproof, safe bet to go that way. But I just, I feel like if Gavin. I mean, maybe Gavin played it up a little bit. He knows how Survivor's played. He's a super fan. But he did, like you said, he did express those kind of doubts about going for Ron. He's had a good relationship with Ron. Ron's just taken him on the reward with his wife and, and what have you. But uh, I don't know. I still think it was kind of a dangerous move by the girls to go there because I'm like, there's three of you on the beach now talking about it. Why don't you just tell Gavin what you're doing, but don't tell him about the extra vote or whatever and say, please, we want you to be with with us, so build the trust there that we haven't left you out of the loop. But it th- kind of does give him the opportunity if he's holding the extra vote to make another plan. Is that basically what you're saying? Yeah, like- kind of. I, I thought it, again because we haven't seen it a lot on camera that trust between Aurora and and Gavin or that bond that yeah, I felt like yeah. it's a bit like when she gave the vote to Ron last week or the week before. While it was there to sort of try and you know build some trust, she still. It was a massively risky move because even Ron said in confessional, he has an opportunity to vote her out and then he's got an extra vote. So, I don't know. I think it was a bit – look, it's just one of those things. We we don't obviously don't see anything. It's a funny season the way it's been edited because I feel like there's been a lot of relationships that we find out yeah, later. Definitely. We find out later that are a lot tighter than we got to see. So, like another one that's sort of been – uh, I guess more social media and we found out in hindsight that Gavin and Kelly Wentworth had a really good relationship. And that yeah, was, we only really saw that last week. Yeah. Hey, but so, apparently they did. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that, it's just one of those things that I just thought, oh, geez, that's, that's an interesting move, especially when. You and have- I get the sense too that um, even though Ron, Ron's actually got a really good relationship with everyone, um, even though he was voted out and there was a little bit of like, um, Friction between him and Devons, but that's when you're back against the wall and, and um, he knew he was gunning for him and stuff like that. I actually think that, like, they got along pretty well and I think they respected each other. Um, and, yeah, Ron, Ron, it seemed to be pretty well liked by everyone too, uh, even though he was, I guess, the villain of the season. Um, yeah, it's interesting. There's a lot of stuff that we're not seeing um, and that has been a theme of this season for sure. Uh, so... Where do you want to go to next? Because I was thinking we just we'll stay sort of at tribal. What yeah. Did, what, what did what did you think with the Devons? Did De- Devons pl- personally? I'm not a. I think from a character point of view, I really love Devons. I just don't know if I'm a big fan of him personally. Yeah, if that, I, if that makes I sense. Sort of, yeah, but I he's was a bit ambivalent on him this this episode because he kind of seemed really salty, but he was kind of justified to be a little bit pissy. Because he, but he really was so theatrical like this week on the show. Like, but that before, was brilliant. That's before brilliant. it went before to the jury. Yeah, it is. It's it's paying it up for the jury. But I was kind of like, I don't necessarily thinks thinks Ron's goal was to embarrass him. And then Devons was like, "You want to embarrass me and make me look like an idiot in front of my wife and kid and stuff like that." I was like, "Oh, I don't think that's really." Um, Look, I, I think he played it perfectly, but it was pretty obvious, like, all he had to do was find an idol 
Um, and he knew he was going to be the next target. So he's like, oh, I've got to find an idol. I think he knew that that advantage that Ron gave him, he was like, eh, is this legit? Eh, I don't know. It sounds a bit weird at this stage of the game to have an advantage menu where you can just make yourself immune. But he's like, look, I'm going to play it anyway. He played everything well. I just think that, like, he seemed like he was really kind of, like, salty at Ron and Julian. It's kind of like... I don't really think they were being that nasty or malicious about it. I think that that whole idea of giving him the um, the advantage menu was just to sort of stop him scrambling, and um, and that was actually like a good idea, actually in principle. Um, what do you think? Yeah, well, I, I can see both sides of it. I I think I actually really liked it because I I felt like it was one, the one time. I know they fluff around sometimes at tribal and people don't always get called out because you've got a jury there and you don't want to burn all your bridges. But I actually like that he, he played the advantage and he, like you said, he, he obviously was not 100% sold on the advantage anyway, but thought, well, I'll use it if I can. May as well try it, yeah. And then if it doesn't work and it's fake, he knows he can call them out in front of the jury. And I, I think yeah. that, that was brilliant. If that means... You can take get to the end with a Ron like as at the time he I'm assuming he didn't think Ron was going he wasn't invited into plan he would have assumed Aurora was going and she even looked nervous when he pulled that advantage if there was one shot that she looked a bit like yeah. worried like oh no it's definitely going to be me kind of thing but yeah. um I kind of like I like the oh, theatrics like it was good and yeah, I like the show because it made on. him look um it did sorry to cut in there it did make him look good um in terms of like that's my resume. Like it makes him look putting that on in front of the jury is like something they can actually see, not hear about. Yeah. So they're actually seeing him make a move. So I think it was good from that perspective. I just sort of thought like he seemed a little bit like we've seen that side of him. Like when someone targets him before he gets a little bit like, uh, I don't know. And fair enough to be like pissed as well. But um, he was definitely theatrical as all I can say this episode, even leading into the ad break before trial where he did his piece to camera, like a news anchor and, um, yeah. and did all that. I thought that was a bit like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of Denton's at the moment. Yeah. Put it that way. Oh, and, look, it's not, not just because, only... and it's not yeah. just because Ron got voted out, who was my winner pick. Um, it's not just because he got one over Ron. I'm sort of like, eh, but I think he might win if he can get to the end. Well, I'll put it. See, my theory on Rick is as well. Oh, well, it's really hard. The perception for the players out there, and then also the the story we see on television can be sort of two different things. Like, because I think even in the episode last night, the uh, Ron and and Julie and even uh, Rick were talking about Aurora's a, a big threat to win. Well, obviously oh, from the edit. Well, for us as an audience sitting at home, I don't think that's the case. But for them, that might have been an honest opinion or a thought that they were having. Uh, but with Rick, I, I feel like even though he has come, like, again, you're not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan. There's definitely a, a definitely a big following for Rick uh, out there. Uh, there are the, 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 I wouldn't say the haters necessarily, but the people that are not sold on him. Um, but I, I do find he is entertaining TV, whether you love him or hate him. It's a bit like yeah. Russell Hans or Rupert. You don't necessarily have to love them or want them to win, but they're still entertaining TV. Actually, Coach Wade is, is probably the perfect example. He's a very, you either love him or hate him. Um, yeah. But I think Rick probably knows that there's the risk of if he gets to the final three, and also it depends on who he gets there with, because I think he's not, 
I don't think he's going to be always in control of that. So he's going to have to, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I don't know if he's going to be able to select the three that he goes with. So if he does get to the end, yeah, uh, he's going to have to have a great story because I still feel like there's a perception that will someone, will a jury vote for someone that's come back from the edge that has been voted out? So I sort of liked what he did last night in that he really called out a few people. He made yeah. a good play. He, While he wasn't with the right vote, Aurora didn't go a good play in that Ron went. Um, yeah, I, I, I reckon he can definitely win though because we I saw the way the jury seemed to be loving him. Even Wentworth um, and stuff was just cheering him on. And, and I think he's proven time and time again he is a storyteller. So even though he was voted out for one week, um, I don't think that's going to matter because he was in the game most of the time and he's going to spin that tale to the fact that he got back in and the only thing I'll say about him is he hasn't really been on the right side of the vote a lot of the time. And so I don't know if that really matters, but he, yeah, he was out of the loop, obviously, again this week, the only one that voted for Aurora. So he's not really, I think he's going to struggle to get to the end, but if he gets there, um, he's going to be the uh, persona non grata uh, next week and the week after too. But if he can get to the finals, then I think, Oh, he's got the best chance of any of them. Like, who else is really like his competition at this point to win? Mm, that's a good question. Because it's weird. We've got weird people left. It's only really him as a weird character. <laughs> and there's like, I mean, I know everyone loves Victoria and I love her too, but we haven't seen anything really from her and Lauren. And so, like, well, I do think that they're the yeah. next obvious two that could win <laughs> it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, Good that you brought up Victoria. So I want to segue sort of into that now. Yeah. Oh, and can I just say one thing? Yeah. Uh, it's related to Victoria and Devon. I actually think that Devon's is getting too much credit for the move um, when it was really – he didn't really make it go towards Ron. He didn't even oh, know no. about yeah, that. No, exactly. He just played an idol correctly. And good on him for doing that, but it was pretty obvious actually, that he was the one that was going to be going. So he knew he had to find one. And yeah, good on actually, him for hustling and doing it. Actually, we'll, we'll quickly go back to that. Actually, we'll go back to Rick because there was a bit in that episode. So personally, I thought he had a good episode as well. Like that, yeah. uh, the sequence of events, like you said, he, he was disappointed when they got back from Tribal. You know, he's telling Ron and Julie, oh, guys, you left me out of the loop again. You know, how am I supposed to trust you? And like, yeah. he didn't get too, like, angry, too salty. Nah. He just said it jokingly, oh, you guys, yeah. oh, you kept me out of it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Ron does the whole, oh, I'll give you the me- menu advantage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the other thing that happened was that, oh, we could have, I just, just remembered about Aurora going through his bag, but um, yeah, that's all uh, we have to talk about that too. Yeah, um, but yeah, that, that sort of sequence we'll just sort of jump out of sequence, I guess. But um, at the end of the day, he knew even though the menu advantage, I think on good faith, he was hoping it was legit. But he was also smart to keep having a look around, and he stumbles yeah. on a clue, and I actually really liked it. I thought it was funny, and we, I think we can't be so naive to think that sometimes some of the shots. Uh, that we see are not one hundred percent in in an accurate timeline, but yeah. I love that he decided to do it at night, getting up the tree, and like the thing with even just the that his belt caught on the other branch from the other tree, and he's climbing up, and then you sort of see Aurora's head; she sort of wake something wakes her up, and then she puts the buff back over her eyes and goes to sleep, and then Gavin and I thought he was totally getting busted in that moment, but it was yeah, sort of, that was that, that was, was a, a fun good um, sequence, and I thought at least. Um, 
that they didn't make it too easy for him to find an idol. Like, I mean, it seems the clue seems sort of easy, but then again, like he was the only one probably that really was looking for it and good on him for making it happen. And I did like the fact that that was a clue, not just the idol that he had to do something else. And, um, and he did deserve to stay safe. I just don't want to see him now um, get to the end just because he, he gets, uh, he wins a challenge. He finds another idol. Like he gets maybe wins the edge of extinction challenge comes back in the game. Like there's all these mechanisms now in modern survivor to save players. And I don't love that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good though. Like he, he had a pretty good episode, but like I said, um, to transition to, to um, Aurora, not Aurora, to Victoria. Well, we, well, we'll go back to Aurora just over the bag thing. I mean, what yes. did you think? I, I thought it was quite funny because she was obviously too slow or he, he was close She's enough away when, when Lauren or whoever recognised, oh, he's coming back, Rick's coming, Rick's coming. She obviously was still caught, caught still red hand. <laughs> yeah. Or she was, yeah, turned the flap over, whatever. <laughs> Do you think... I mean, I mean, in that scenario, when you get caught out, there's that kind of fear in the headlights and then what do I do or do I defend myself or do I just ignore it? Do you think she handled that well? Because I, I feel I like... I actually think she did. I actually oh, okay. think what else can you do is just be like, like, she's like, well, look, yeah, like, you're a threat. Like, there's no point being like, I'm sorry about it. Like, he was pissed. You probably would be a bit pissed, but she's like, I'm not awkward. Like, he's like, oh, I feel awkward. She's like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, okay. I, I'm trying to remember what was said, but, like, she got caught red-handed. You kind of just have to own it in that point. And I think she kind of, like, she, she didn't, like, what good is apologising and being like, oh, sorry, going to do? You know what I mean? Like, you have to basically be like, look, it's a game. I respect your game. You're a big threat. Kind of like I reckon what she did, and that's why I need to know. Like, it's not a good look for yeah, her. Yeah. But what no, else can she do? Yeah, no, well, maybe I'll go back to the tape, but I, I've got a slightly different take to you. I, I, yeah. I read what you're saying. I think to a point, she sort of owned it and was like, yeah, she didn't try and deny it, like, like Cal it with the beef jerky or some other times <laughs> when we see people. Cal. Kind of like, but I sort of, I still felt like, and then, then I don't know how long it was later, but it must have been a couple of minutes, maybe even 10. Then there's the next shot. She's tending to the fire and Rick's and her are still having a conversation about it. Yeah. I, I felt like while she didn't deny it, I kind of would rather what you've just sort of said, like just sort of own and go, look, Rick, I, sort of almost like do an apology, like a little bit of apology, say, look, I just thought you had something. I had, I just had a gut feeling and I, I yeah, maybe I shouldn't have gone through your bag, but I did it. I, I just wanted to verify if you had something or whatever. I felt like she yeah. sort of, even though she stuck, she stuffed up and she got caught and she admitted it, I felt like she was a bit more on the defensive as if she was the victim yeah. a little bit. So I, I felt like, yeah. look, it's not, in the end of the It's at, interesting, at, yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, it does, between those two, I think they're both on the outs anyway. It's not like they're the top two kind of players in the game there, the ones that are, Always been the default boot kind the of thing. The way it was, the way it was presented was kind of. I hear what you're saying. Like she did look kind of like defiant. And yes. I think the problem with Aurora's facials is she just looks really serious all the time. Like she's not a big sort of like smiler or doesn't have a really warm sort of uh, um, aura. The Aurora aura. Yeah. <laughs> <Hashtag> Aurora. Uh, <laughs> um, that should be a hashtag for the yeah. episode. Not that we have episode hashtags, but um, yeah, well, she you- looked pretty sort of stony faced. But I think she probably did say in not as many words and not as um, sort of softly that, 
you know, like, look, man, you're a threat. Like, but she could have maybe done it a bit better. I just think, though, like, he, he seemed pretty mad. But then you would be sort of mad too. Like, he was kind of making a fair point. Like, oh, I feel like this is kind of a bit awkward now, like, when you go through someone's bag. And she was just like, nah. <laughs> I don't know. It was awkward. and But it was just, like, what else can you do? Caught red-handed. Like, if you go and apologise too much, it just makes them feel... Like just, I don't know. Yeah, and, and, it's a and, tough one. And, and maybe, maybe you've you summed up. Maybe it's just her tone and the way she comes across sometimes. Well, she's that... kind of blokey, like, and she like <laughs> she's kind of like she is real, like you know. Not, I get... She's not. Yeah, she's not going to be like a girly girl that's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, she's not a real emotional type. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, she's very yeah. blunt. She's to the point. I yeah. mean, like you said, she's a divorce lawyer. I'm sure there's moments where she has to speak very firmly with, yeah. with a bit of authority it's and that, direct and, that, and that's of. where we so maybe it came like you said it wasn't a warm sort of friendly kind of conversation so that's why for me it came across like well hang on you've you stuffed up you've admitted to it but you're kind of making it you've almost still feel like trying you, to put it back on him sort yeah, of thing a, a little bit. a little bit like well you're the threat so it's your fault kind of thing it felt a yeah, little she bit she could have she could have been a bit like yeah sort of so like look i know it's not nice to go through someone's bag, but because um, she straight away was just like, well, you're allowed to go through people's bag. That's the game or something well, like that, she said. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And maybe we, <laughs> we've spent too much time talking. Oh, about no, it. it's really... an interesting thing to talk about. Well, I think. It, uh, like, well we can why talk not? about the votes and stuff, but it's good to talk about other stuff in the episode too. Yeah, no, I, oh, I totally agree. I think sometimes it's cool, these little moments. And the reason, other reason I was thinking about it was what you just said. Now, they kind of alluded to it, was said sort of in the episode, well, you're allowed to go through people's bags, which mm. is an interesting thing that has happened in Survivor in the evolution since the se- season one and we're in now season 38. And I'm sure you're, you're very well aware. The first time we ever really saw anyone go through someone's bag was in season two, the Australian Outback, when, yes. <laughs> when Jerry brought up Cal having beef jerky or something smushed up into his mouth. Tina went through his bag and Marilyn Mad Dog, even though she was good she friends with Tina. She didn't feel good about it. She, yeah. Well, she was ex-police officer. She didn't like it. And yeah. while production let them do it, I think for a long time it was really, it was definitely frowned upon going through someone else's personal belongings Yeah, for a long time. And, I, and I, it's I, only I, really I, when idols sort of came into it that yeah, maybe so, it's happened so, again. Yeah. So I'm just trying, like on the, geez, I, I, I don't even know how I'd even, can't even think of the last time or what, what, since Cal, like the next time after that, that it sort of happened. When you're it right, happened, yeah. In, in this new idol universe, I think it's definitely something. I mean, the game's so different that you kind of have to go through people. Well, you don't have to, but I've always said the whole Cal thing, even from that early days, I always said, and this is pre having idols in the game, if I thought there was something sus going on, I'd be happy to look in someone's bag. Yeah. Um, We've already have, seen it earlier this season with. Um, Julia going through Joe's bag. And I think um, it was just lucky that they didn't find um, the, I, I think he hadn't found the idol yet, or maybe he had, um, but it was lucky that they didn't get clued into that in a way. But then I guess what would it have changed? He probably would have played it anyway. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it was an interesting part of the episode for sure. And it sort of, it sort of, I think what was interesting about Devon's, it was a huge episode for him, but he was very much on the, on the um, attack, I guess, this week. And he had to be. I guess it was just so... But his, he was just so the next obvious target. And I guess 
be interesting. I think that's going to be him again next week. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, definitely going to be a very interesting uh, interesting uh, time for Devons. I, I, he's still the first, he's still got the biggest target on his back, I think. And but, I uh, think he is really well liked on the jury, and I think most people like him. Like even though they're against him at the moment, I still think they like him as a person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that means he's a big threat. So they kind of do still want him out. But yeah, that was a big part of the episode. What did you think of the the loved ones visit this time, Cable? Did you have any uh, favourite loved ones? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not like Bryce Hosea, who who has his favourites, and I'm not. Are know. you a bit over the loved ones? I'm a bit over the loved ones. Yeah, maybe because we've had them for a long time. Um, I always, but I do. I do love the dynamic. The one thing I will talk about is winning and then who you select to go with you. We'll go yeah. into that a little bit deeper in a sec. But I, look, I understand the emotion with it, but sometimes I'm, I can't even remember, I can't even attribute this to anyone because I know someone has said it. But I always used to think, when I was a fan and we first started seeing Love Ones visits, I used to always think, oh, geez, these people are way too emotional. Is this an American thing? Uh, yeah. They're going over the top. They're like blubbering mess when a Love One comes out. Like, come on, man. So but they've I, only, yeah. But, and I've always, I always said, even when I applied back in 2001, 2002 for the first Australian. Well, for the first Australian season, I always, yeah. I was always, I was thinking, well, I, yeah, I would miss my parents. And, you know, my father's, you know, passed away a few years ago now, but, you know, sort of miss him every day. But, I always said, even then, even though I love my parents and my and brothers and sisters, I could live without them for a month or how long. Yeah, and, 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 and that's I, what I wonder too. Is it just the environment that makes you so emotional, or is it the people that really are so connected? Because I, I'm like, it's only been a couple of weeks, and I always say that as well. Yeah, and so I've always thought people are being overly emotional, but as I've got older, um, and maybe you know a bit more life experience, uh, and also maybe even understanding the game a lot more as well. That now I probably look at it and go, yeah, I can understand. You've been thirty days playing this pretty intense sort of game. You're tired. You're hungry. You don't feel like you can trust anyone. And, and I think yeah, someone and I, and grounds get, you. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think that that's the one thing that you can build bonds and friends in the game. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have that paranoia, or if you get yes. blindsided, or you've, especially if you've just been maybe in a power position and then you've lost. You know, someone's flipped on you, or if you lost trust and you don't feel like you got anyone. That loved ones visit's pretty big, and I do think big. we've seen it re-energize the um, people in the game too. Like, make them refocus and be like, "All right, now I know what I've got to do. Like, what the, I've got my eyes on the prize, so to speak." So, look, yeah, like that's so true. All of that about the loved ones, and um, I'm just getting a bit sick of seeing it. Like, I think we've talked about how screen time, you know, blah blah blah. I reckon that took up a whole fifteen minutes of the episode, including the challenge. Um, which I thought was good, actually, that the loved ones got involved with. Well, I liked that. So do you? So that's the other thing. I, I think, especially now, and I'm sure it has happened in other seasons. We talked about this when this did sort of happen a few weeks ago. But the whole, oh, we're going to do. Um, oh no, no, we stick together. Karma strong seven. We get to the family visit. We get to the family visit. Do they mm. need? Does Survivor need to change the game up enough again to not guarantee a lot of these things? Because I feel like the players are so in tune with when certain things are happening that yeah. they can use that as leverage or they predict. So I feel like, you know, you know, I just don't it. need like, a family. I don't need a family visit every season. I just find it's like, 
it's more powerful if you don't see it every season because I do think it's really good television at times. And this this season, actually, I did cry. Like, not every season I do cry, but certain times a loved one visit is – and I'm kind of bitching about it here, I realise, but I actually liked it this season. But I just still feel like um, it takes up too much time of the episode half the time. And, and it's uh, it, it's all a bit cliche, the stuff that Jeff says. is like, what's the relationship between a, a father and her daughter like? And it's like, yeah, yeah, um, but – but yeah, like yeah. I liked it that they were competing. I, I, um, yeah, this season. Yeah, and I see. I feel like that should be something that always happens. I I don't like when they don't compete. I it's it's it look it is it look it's a good time to talk about it, obviously because this is how this episode went. But I'm with you. I I don't hate the family visit, but I feel like it does chew up a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I know it came up in social, but I know Andrea Balky, when I, I spoke to her when she was out here in Australia, we sort of talked about it. And when she had the family visit in Game Changers, she said that, like, you know, they have to condense, obviously, again, you know, you condense so much into an episode. But even that, like, that family visit was a lot, like, what's recorded was a lot longer. Like, Jeff has a lot longer conversation with uh, yourself and, and your family member that comes out. That so, makes sense. So yeah. they get a lot of stuff. And I think, I can't remember if Andrew, like, I mean, I always think with your sense of timing, once you've been on the island for a while and you don't have a watch and all that sort of stuff, whether you, your sense of timing is a little bit out. But I think she said that when her mum came out, like, they were talking to Jeff for, like, 10 to 15 minutes or something. So yeah, imagine- he likes to ask a little, I bet he does a little interview with each person just so they can try and get you yeah, really I'm, emotional. I'm, well, that too, but I mean, I guess they want to get as much as they can to, you know. Have the best bit to, to play, show. Yeah, to show. But even that, you sort of think, geez, that's that's really time consuming. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why they don't do it at a smaller stage, like maybe have it, my final five, so there's even less they have to worry about. Um, yeah, the only time recently, and it's not even that recently anymore, it's 10 seasons ago, but in Kagiyan, they had it with the final four or something like that, and then the challenge with Cass and Spencer and Tash. No, was Tash there? I don't know. There was like four people left. Um, oh, well, no, well, that would, that they... well, that would have been Spencer, Cass, Blue, and Tony. Yes, yeah, it was. It was the final four in the in the finale. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just – I won't harp on about it too much because the family visits, Jeff loves it. But I don't want to see it's always every season, but we probably will. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, – the other interesting thing, I like the, the, the family members. I like when they have to compete. I feel like that's a really good way yes. of doing it. I've always been a fan of that. So when they brought back <laughs> – the challenge, obviously, that was he last done in Heroes and Villains and you immediately think of Colby and Reed. Yeah, um, he got the shits. And that is kind of good to see the dynamics between the the um, loved ones when they have to compete because you see a bit more sometimes. Yeah. But having said all that, like I'm going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite, but I can also understand that it is time-consuming showing them being entered into the game or you know coming out for the challenge, then running that challenge now I know there was a lot of heat on Survivor for you know with uh, on Triple H where they just had to draw rocks and it was so random. Oh, that's right, I forgot about. Remember that? that? Like, like that was so shit. Well, it was, but then I also get why they may have done that because that meant. I mean, maybe the challenge was a bit destroyed in the weather or something like that, and they had to come up with something else. But that challenge, while it did suck and it was totally random, it was actually quick. 
yeah, screen that's t- true. Screen time, it didn't chew up too much screen time. So, again, it's so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know where I sit on it. It's it's a funny thing. I, I like seeing them have yeah. the challenge, but I can also understand why it's not always the case. Um, anyway. It's sometimes, they have done in previous seasons too, and I don't know how I feel about this particularly, but sometimes I have just the loved ones run the challenge and the actual contestants cheer on their loved ones. That's a That's an interesting way to do it as well. But I actually thought this challenge was good. Um, I liked that it wasn't just an endurance challenge. I like that they actually, you know, like, um, I think though, let's talk about Ron winning it. And um, yeah, yeah. did that, did that actually like have a, a role in him going? Do you think that, do you think that made um, Victoria really move against him and, and Lauren, like she wasn't really in his alliance and had never been in his alliance. So I get why he didn't pick Lauren, but I guess it's a really tough one though. Hey, because the, the wisdom is like, don't win the survivor loved ones and challenge. I, I'm sorry to bring it back to Devon's, but clearly he wasn't trying to win. Yeah. And I think I kind of like that. I'm like, that's the first time I've really seen like people don't win it and maybe they're not good enough, but you feel like you see them trying, but Rick was just having fun with it. Hey, going babe and throwing the water on her. And, and they were having, like, at one point he was pretty much stopping and he was chatting. He's like, how's everyone? Oh, yeah, everyone's good. Blah, blah, blah. You're doing well, blah, blah, blah. And it was good that they had that bond where, yeah, they miss each other. But it was kind of very – this is what – it wasn't quite icy cold like a Brian Heidi, but I felt like it was like Rick's head's in this game. Yeah. And he's you not – You know what, though? It, it, was and- like, it was like, I'm on a business trip. I love seeing you. I want to be with you. But you yeah. know what? Let's like this is a great moment. We're going to be on TV, blah blah blah. But you know what? This is not this is not important. I get this... when it's your loved one, you want to see them, but see them more. But what they get to come back to camp for like an hour or two. Like you've already got to see them. Like what if 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 that doesn't really serve you that much purpose, then you shouldn't shouldn't worry about winning it because at least you've still got to see them. Like you all got to have a hug and you'll be home in fucking. A week anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do agree that, um, yeah, it's it's not good to win it. Um, I don't know if that had any... Do you think that had a bearing on this episode, though? The fact um, that Ron didn't well, take just, Victoria? So, so I I believe Rick wasn't trying to win at all because I think yeah. he knows the game enough that he's like, I don't want to be in that position. Yeah, I good mean, point. Would, would you would you do that too? Because I feel like while uh, I don't know who my loved one would be, um, I would love to see him. But, I mean... I would always think I. I always thought that I'd always have my brother as my loved one because if it was a challenge, he'd be good, and we could yeah. may, maybe win. But having said that, I'm like, but I also can live without him. I can have that awesome moment. We can be on TV, blah blah blah, and he can have that experience. But he's not a big Survivor fan at all. Um, and yeah, it might be cool if he got picked, but I wouldn't be wanting to win it either. So I've always had I've had that in me for a while that I'm just that's something I don't want to win because, like you said, like. The whole picking, which I love because it adds to the drama of the episode and can flip things on its head by who you pick. I don't know if it had a big bearing. Like, long, uh, to answer your question, I don't know if it had a huge bearing, but I still no. feel like I still feel like uh, Ron picking Gavin. I think they w- everyone would have assumed Julie was going to get picked. I don't think there was any issues with that. I yeah. think when he went Gavin, while he had a decent legitimate. Reasoning and yeah. excuse that he in confessional later said, "Well, that had nothing to do with it." I I think he did though. I think he just said that later. Like I think you've just got to. It's a hard position for him to be in, but I think you've just got to follow your heart. I reckon Ron 
I'm not going to criticise him for who he picked because really, like, he could only pick two people. Julie was a obvious one. And Gavin's story about his honeymoon and, like, he had to go away from his wife. That, I was super emotional in that point. And actually, like I said, I, I actually did cry this time in the family visit over that moment because I was like, wow, like, that's really powerful. And, like, I reckon that's what he just followed his heart. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, damned if you're not going to criticise him. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I still feel like it could have really been the alarm bell or the red flag for Victoria particularly. I think whether it really changed anything, maybe still Ron was on her radar. Lauren would have gone for Ron no matter what. But yeah, she, like Victoria's you said, she, she, the key. she doesn't have a – again, it's hard to know 100% because we haven't seen everything. But I feel like definitely Lauren's going to have the lesser relationship with Ron than anybody so he's mm-hmm. not going to take her on the trip. So she's probably voting for him anyway if the opportunity comes up. So I think the big, the big, well, even you could argue Aurora and Victoria probably could have been swayed by not being picked. Yeah, true. But again, like I honestly think they, the plan was still sort of the same. The, the main plan was Devon's that everyone wanted out and the backup plan was the next biggest threat, which is Ron. So yeah, we. I, I do think you have to consider that as a discussion point. But I think in this episode, I am of the personal opinion that Ron choosing who he did didn't really, um, didn't really make him go home. If that makes sense. Do you think if he hadn't have won, if someone else had have won it, that maybe that. He might have um, survived. Yeah, no, I still think he probably would have been the next target. I just think unless the person who won it really pissed someone else off, um, nah, nah, I don't really think – I think Ron was always on people's radar, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this is uh, – in any scenario, does anyone take Lauren anyway? Well, that's it. She's not really connected to anyone. She was on the Lesu yeah. sort so of that's, thing. So. I mean, look, I know they're tired, hungry, and they're not necessarily thinking about all those sort of things. But oh, that's the other thing you've got to sort of take into consideration. Like, no disrespect to Lauren, but you think about anyone else winning and you think of their first tightest person they take and then the third person. Like, who, you know, like, I just don't see many of the others picking Lauren at all either. So you go, well, you can't really hold that against Ron either, if that makes no. sense. No. No, exactly. I think he just went with his heart. Like, he's obviously really close to Julie and he just felt really moved by the Gavin story. And, like, that's probably who I would have picked too, Gavin, as one of them, um, just because of – I don't know. I think I think um, Gavin, Gavin had a pretty good episode. I think he, we need to talk about the fact that he kind of had a role to play too in, in this week. Like, I know he's been yeah. a little bit of a invisible, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think – it's very interesting now with these these Victoria, Gavin, and Lauren. Not so much Aurora, but they're sort of all. I see them all fairly equal. I do think that maybe the two girls, Lauren and Victoria, have a better chance to win the game than Gavin. But they're all sort of they've all sort of like got a similar amount of screen time. I feel like maybe maybe Lauren a little bit more because she was on. You know. That, that tribe in the beginning part of the game that went to tribal every week. But who do you see sort of really taking it now towards the end game? Uh, 
I really don't know. It's yeah. I think I feel like I'm echoing a lot of people in the community and what I've heard on podcasts, even like coming off last week with Wardog going. It's such I feel like an open race, and there's so many arguments and pros and cons you can make for a lot of people. Like yeah. even last week, I was kind of like I think Julie can get to the end if she was like say with Ron, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if she wins. But but having said all that, like I mean the editing, I, I'm try I try not to read too much into the edit, and I try to stay away from what people think they're seeing, all these different clues. But I yeah. do feel like out of the karma people early on that we did see, I feel like apart from Ron being fairly big, I felt like Julie had a lot of early stuff in those early episodes that. Maybe, yeah, and then now that she's got so far, I sort of thought, well, maybe Julie's definitely a smoky, and she obviously won immunity the first immunity when I went to an individual part of the game. I'm like, maybe Julie's a smoky, but I feel like she's fallen off the radar a little bit. She hasn't been in 100 percent control of votes and stuff like that. But, but, but who knows? I mean, she's still someone that could get to the end, and depending on who she's sitting with, like, yeah, plead her case. But I, look, I don't know. I think you're. Right. I mean, Gavin's an interesting one. Gavin, I feel like he's won a few immunities. He hasn't always been in in the driver's seat or the pilot, as we I guess we should use the analogies they're using. <laughs> um, but I think I think there's a lot of people in the game that have almost had an opportunity of sort of being the pilot, but also being passengers in other times. Like I don't think anyone's really held like been in control of the game the whole time. Like and 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 I've got to say too um, is that one of the things about modern Survivor is you really can't be. In the, in the pilot seat the whole game because we've just seen that that's just a recipe to get voted out now. So we are sort of starting to see these these winners that aren't dominating epically because if you're seen to dominate, and other podcasts have talked about this paradigm shift a lot, but it is it is now like you have to basically lay low and um, till the merge, I think, is the, the conventional wisdom. Do a little bit, but then make your move, but then not do too much as well. So I actually see them all, Gavin, Lauren, and um, Victoria, all kind of with an even chance to win it. And I'm not saying that they're great, but I think they've got a better chance than Aurora and Julie. And I, I see Devons, if he can get there, obviously winning it, but I don't think he'll get there. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's sort of like we don't have any one that exciting left in the game now. But um, that said, I still quite like, I still quite like Gavin, Lauren and Victoria as well. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that final three because that, that would be an interesting final three. Wouldn't it? Yeah. So I think, I think Lauren has definitely has upside as well, but I don't, I don't know if she's done enough. I just, I'd love to see an awesome idol play where she's able to knock someone else out of the game as well. That, yeah. that sort of, you know, saves herself, takes out another threat, uh, I don't know. Hey, look, you know, the, the great unknown is, at the end of the day, someone else is coming back in the game. Yes, and that's, that's the, true. That's the one wild card we don't know because there's so much that moving forward. And I think I spoke to Des about this last week. There's so much moving forward. We can still speculate who's remaining, who can win it, and what parameters and what final three you can have. Yeah, but there's the, a lot of... At like... the end of the day, if Joe comes in the game, that it means that... Fo- that it changes the dynamics. But then if Aubrey comes in, that completely changes dynamics again. If or Kelly if or David get in, I still think they could win the season. I don't think it's that likely that they would get enough votes. But I think depending who they're with, maybe. like Because they haven't been out of the game for as long as someone like Aubrey and Joe. I don't think it, I think it's hard to argue um, 
if you if they get back in and then manage to to survive win the win the challenge not only on edge of extinction to get back in but then win the immunity challenge then win final fire making challenge if they can win all those someone like Kelly or David I still think they could get enough votes if they're sitting next to Aurora and Julie um so yeah nothing's out of out of the equation and I will say as well that um there's still a lot that can happen. So, like, we we haven't seen that much of Lauren and Gavin and Victoria too. But if they were to go and have a few big moves in these last two episodes, um, that could sort of really put their resume in front of the jury enough to, to get the votes. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's kind of equal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think we're just going to have to wind it up, unfortunately. We want to keep this short and sharp. So, yeah. Uh, is there any, any last little bit you want to say? Not really. It's just it's just now looking looking. Um, is it next week, Cable? I'm pretty sure it is because we've got um, the finale the week after. So next week, someone gets back into the game. Is that correct? Wow. Or is it the finale, the beginning of the finale? We see someone get back in. Well, I'm confused. Sorry, they would suck balls if that happened. I, I think that I, I would think that should happen next week. But that yes, but I don't we know. didn't see anything on the um, on the next next week in Survivor, did we? I'm trying to remember what what the um, this we did. We did. Was. No, did we? we? Did. Yeah, we saw Rick running around looking for another idol and stuff. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just... it'll be interesting if he gets another idol. Um, no, I think we've covered most of it. It was a good episode. Oh, and, no, no, um... no. Sorry, sorry. I should say, look, I feel really stupid. So mm-hmm. the next week on Survivor, it was heavily focused on Devons and running around looking for an idol, blah, blah, blah. There was a shot like of him running. It looked crazy. Like, it looked like Tony running through the jungle. Um um, but then also, it, yeah, the Eds of Extinction, someone's coming back in the game next week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so is. there Sorry. is. So good. Yeah. Um, I just think one one thing that I'll bitch about, bitch. and I've already bitched about this um, when they, the, the Devons came in last time, I just think if you're going to sit out there for so long and everyone's kind of, you know, put, put the hard yards in and, and I just think it's a bit trivial to decide who gets back in the game based on who can win one challenge. Like, I don't know what the what the way to get back into the game should be, but it should be that maybe a challenge in something else or just a little bit more than just something as trivial as winning a challenge because it reduces all the, the suffering, I suppose, to just who can win a challenge. And I don't like that. I just think it's a little bit um, inconsequential. Like, Survivor shouldn't be about... Um, challenges and it's kind of making the game a lot more about challenges again yeah I, yeah I let, let's kind see. of agree i don't yeah, know what else yeah, they yeah. could do but with any twist they bring into this game to you know evolve it make it more interesting or to have just change the dynamic we're always going to not necessarily bits of moan, but we're going to analyze it to the nth degree because I think yeah. there's definitely some ideas they've come up with that I feel like in the planning stages and in pre-production, I can understand where they came came from. But it's like until it plays out, sometimes there's going to be something you hadn't even thought of yeah. that occurs and that makes the, the advantage or whatever twist it is kind of suck. So, or vice versa, or it could turn out better than you expect. I just think... Anytime you've got a game where people have voted out but an opportunity to come back in the game, yeah. I still find it's like the timing of when they come in, 
but also what the like how they get back in. Is it fair for them? Is it fair for the players still in the game that weren't voted out? Should they have more power? You know, know what would be interesting though. There's enough people on edge of extinction. I reckon they should have to vote for someone, kind of like in Pearl Islands. Or maybe it doesn't create as much drama for TV, but then they could all strategize to each other, like, who are you voting for to get back in? And then they'd have to vote for someone to get back into the game. I don't know. I just think it's there's just, oh, who's the best at doing this challenge is a little bit like, eh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and even then, like, the challenge, like, I mean, me and Des spoke about it last week. You want to have something that kind of is obviously is fair and equal for everyone. But yes, I still feel yeah. like there's certain challenges. To, I, I'm, well, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. And some like, people just aren't good at challenges. It doesn't matter what challenge it is. They're just not a real competitive person. But that doesn't mean they're not good at survivors. So it's sort Sandra. of like, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect example. But anyway, yeah, look, I'm, I'm very much excited that we're finally getting someone back in. Um, who's quickly before we go, who do you think has got the best shot? Uh, best shot. Um, I, I still feel like Devons has had the better story. So from that point of view, I feel like Devons is sort of in the box seat, even though he's on the outer. Yeah. And he, don't forget him and Wendy with the big Wendy were the ones that we saw in the preview last season. So the yeah. the trailer that we saw at the end of uh David versus Goliath was Rick doesn't mean he wins, but I don't know, I just haven't seen It's him. like they're setting him up, yeah, for sure. As but, a major. but having said that, I, I I don't I think Gavin, Lauren and Victoria, those three all if they can sort of get to the end and do something massive in the next couple of weeks, I can see that tipping the scales. But we haven't seen them really have Super control. I mean, the the one thing going for Victoria, uh, obviously, is the that she's been on the right side of the vote. She's known where to be, so she hasn't kind of been out of the loop on anything. She hasn't necessarily agreed with everything, but um, she's gone along with it anyway. And she's a bit almost like the Sandra, a little bit anyone but me. Kind of, she's made sure she she's sort of been in the right positions at the right time. So. Yeah, if she did some massive move now or really cut somebody, I could see her going. You know what? I was in control. Uh, I might not have, you know, controlled the votes, but I knew where the votes were going. Every tribal yeah. council. This I, I can see her arguing her point, but yeah. Um, I, and my winner pick. Hopefully, Aurora gets up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you she, never know. No, I don't. I, I, well, I, they'd be really surprised, and that would be the editors really trolling us if she yeah. gets up on one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, but on no, that nice. on that note. Um, you said earlier in the episode, uh, no hashtags. Yes, we want to emphasize that in the buff hashtag for these episodes so we can see some feedback and, and other thoughts on the episode. Yeah, if you're talking about the show, use the in the buff um, yep. hashtag. And um, But we will go with uh, Aurora's aura. Aurora aura. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll drop the S, Aurora aura uh, oh, as, yeah. a, as a hashtag. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, uh, it was great speaking to you, Julian. Yeah, so- nice to chat again, mate. And um, look forward to talking more um, about Survivor with you soon. Well, there you have it, Survivor Superfans. That's episode 12 in the books and done. Uh, just a little update on iTunes. Hoping everything will be sorted ASAP. I'm not tech savvy these days, so get a bit confused from my end i was seeing it coming up uh i know a lot of people have reached out to me and said it's still not working the link 
uh, and now I've, it's been the podcast has been submitted to iTunes to be sort of verified and and go through their processes. So I'm hoping that's happening in the coming days, or hopefully you've listened to this via iTunes by then. So there's that. Also, uh, please feedback any positive and negative, or you want to say anything, ask a question. Please reach out via Twitter to me and Julian, and please start using the hashtag in the buff and. To all my listeners, thank you. Bye.